0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 434. Why your team doesn't care. The four ways you're crushing your culture by Christine Coma Ford of smarttribesinstitute.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host, and I'm here every single day of the week reading to you, including weekends and holidays, and all to help you improve your business life. And with that, we're gonna hear another post as we optimize your life. Why your team doesn't care? The four ways you're crushing your culture, by Christine Comoford of SmartTribesInstitute.com. Are your team members highly accountable? Do they have a "Thank God it's Monday" attitude? Do they take tons of initiative? If not, you've likely got crushed culture. It's a disease, and it's going to become an epidemic if we don't do something about it. Evidence: Three companies I used to love now have crushed culture. Lenscrafters, Hilton Hotels, and even <gasps> JetBlue. It's spreading. According to the recent Gallup poll on employee engagement, quote, 71% of American workers are not engaged or actively disengaged in their work, meaning they are emotionally disconnected from their workplaces and are less likely to be productive. This trend remained relatively stable throughout 2011, end quote. What? This trend has remained relatively stable. Wow. Does this concern you? A lot? And don't think crushed culture symptoms are in the rank and file alone. Our team is full of order takers. Why do we have so little accountability around here? We're going through a lot of change. Why don't our people embrace it? These are but a few of the most common complaints and concerns I often hear from the C-suite, and I've been listening for a long time, almost 30 years. Employee disengagement, or crushed culture, has spread to the C-suite too. Four Steps to Cure Crushed Culture 1. Emotional equity is greater than financial equity We all know what financial equity is. Money, stock, comp packages, golden handcuffs, all the things we think will make people loyal to a company and keep them engaged. But this no longer works, as Gallup proves, and especially with Gen Wires and Millennials. Nope, they, like the rest of us, want to feel like we're part of something bigger, like we're on a glorious mission, like our work matters, like we'll leave the world just a little better than we found it, and we want to achieve that in part during our work hours. Here's the formula. Put energy into someone by explaining why your company is doing what it's doing, what your mission, vision, or values really mean, mentor them, talk challenges out with them, pay attention to them, and you'll start to build emotional equity. That equity will now give you access to their heart, mind, Rolodex, idle thought cycles. Now they're thinking about how to help the company innovate better, solve a specific problem, etc. as they shower and commute and whatever. That access to a person's additional resources will enable you to influence outcomes more effectively. Now you have a shared cause. You're on the same team. You're safe, and you belong together. It's emotional. Two, stop the whining. The C-suite, management, staff, everyone needs to get off what I call the tension triangle. This is where people bounce from victim to rescuer to persecutor. Stephen Carpman MD, first created this as the dreaded drama triangle, or DDT. The DDT is comprised of three roles. Victim, the role where someone is doing something to them. Rescuer, who tries to remove the victim's suffering, often without being asked. And persecutor, which the victim blames for their suffering, yet the persecutor is often feeling victimized too. David Emerald has extended this triangle and I have extended it further. The net-net is victims are complaining because they want something, so we help them shift to become an outcome creator. The rescuer is just trying to end the suffering, so we help them become an insight creator by asking the right questions so the victim can get what they need by themselves. The persecutor is usually frustrated by trying to make things happen, so we help them become an action creator. Once everyone is trained in shifting their most prevalent role to a healthy alternative, the whining ends. Now that's empowerment. So victim becomes outcome creator, rescuer becomes insight creator, persecutor becomes action creator. Three, invest only for ROI. Training your team is expensive, so only do what matters. Every person in your company needs to be trained in in problem-to-outcome-in-leadership effectiveness so they become leaders in their own right, influencing outcomes in others, and accountability, communication, execution. All of the previously mentioned should be neuroscience-based to get far more bang for your buck. It'll cost you about $750 to $1,000 per person. If your people aren't worth that amount, then embrace crushed culture because that's the risk we're talking about. And four, career path or exit strategy. Dave Peacock, president of Anheuser-Busch, recently shared their refreshing approach to team member reviews. Each team member knows exactly where they stand based on the number plus letter they receive through their ongoing review process. If you're a 4A, you are such a corporate asset that your boss is obligated to promote you in a year. 4Bs must be promoted within two years. Three A's need to be tested in a different role before they're moved up. Three B means you're in the right job at the right time. Twos are new in a position. It's too early to judge. One A's are put on a recovery plan, and one B's need to exit the company. We recommend to our clients that a team member should know their next two potential promotions and what exactly they need to do to earn them. Are they loyal and engaged? Oh, yes. So the harsh reality is that we, the leaders, created crushed culture. Now we need to fix it. You just listened to the post titled, Why Your Team Doesn't Care? The Four Ways You're Crushing Your Culture by Christine Comaford of SmartTribesInstitute.com When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Now, a little about Christine, our author today. She is a leadership and culture coach, serial entrepreneur, and New York Times bestselling author of three books. They are Power Your Tribe, Smart Tribes, and Rules for Renegades. For over 30 years now, she has helped leaders to navigate growth and change by specializing in applied neuroscience, which helps her clients achieve tremendous results in record time. As an entrepreneur, she built and sold five different companies with an average ROI of 700%, and she was also a software engineer in the early days of Microsoft and Apple. Come by smarttribesinstitute.com to learn a lot more about Christine and to check out the site's resources. I have that linked for you in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. But that's it for another episode of OSD. I thank you so much for listening today and every day. That is, of course, how we can keep this show going for you. So have a great one and I'll be back here with you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.